This 2024 NASCAR Championship Odds Preview Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today we're also brought to you by game time game time has last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed use promo code cfbx for 20 dollars off of your first purchase and in honor of veterans day we are bringing you everything in the merch store 10 percent off with the promo code vets that's v-e-t-s all proceeds of this sale will be donated to mission 22 a non-profit serving those who have served drivers start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb We may be three months away from an actual race to talk about, but there is no shortage of racing things to discuss here on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and as we do each and every time we crack this microphone, we talk about NASCAR. We talk about racing things. We talk about all the great stuff going on in the sport because, Cody, even though, like we said, it's the offseason, the sport never sleeps. It doesn't. It never sleeps. It has been... We just had a show a couple of days ago, Rod. There was no news to report. A lot of things have changed since then. There has been a lot of news that has broken, a lot of things going on. Silly season continues to churn on. Championship odds are out. We got to talk championship odds. And hey, there there is a good opportunity. I, we should I should be more prepared for this, but what were Ryan Blaney's odds at this time last season? Now his teammate was coming off winning the championship. They were pretty good, but guys like Kyle Busch, we got a 20 to 1. Then during the season, obviously, I know Kyle didn't didn't even make the final four win the championship, but during the season, he was down to his lowest six to one at points because he was having such a good season. It was a good opportunity to get in on some guys early. I'm excited to talk championship odds today. See who our 2024 champion will be. I obviously cannot wait because honestly, this is the point of the season where we get everything that we want to talk about to talk about. And like we said, championship odds are out. We can speculate now. Go back and obviously go back and listen through our old ones and see what, exactly what it was we were we were on last time. So um, lots and lots of stuff to catch up on. But Cody, you said there was news. Let's start. Uh, let's start with some of that. What what's the news that is making the news today in NASCAR? Yeah. Well, first off, uh, we lost Ken Squire. Unfortunately, uh, passed away on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know when it was on Wednesday, but. Uh, Comp, great, 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 legendary voice of the sport. I think Jordan Bianchi put it, uh, his voice is a fabric of the sport, and couldn't agree more with that. Uh, worked for CBS, worked for MRN for a long time. Um, he was 88 years old, but you know he was one of them. that uh, he's, well, he's the guy who coined the great American race when he was commentating the Daytona 500 for that 1979, the first live you know, flag-to-flag coverage of, of a race. Um, and just a longtime broadcaster, great guy, great voice. Um, so, you know, thoughts to his family um, as, as unfortunately he did pass away. Definitely sad news. Yes. Um, all right. Moving on into the silly season stuff. Zane Smith. Did you see? Did you see his uh, number selection, Rod? Yeah, it's uh, it adds up to eight, which is funny. I, I find that mildly <laughs> hilarious. Is is that why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know because Josh Berry. We talked a lot about you know uh, the whole Zane Smith Josh Berry thing during our 
our uh, Daytona odds, and I just thought, True. you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seventy one is is the number that uh, that they're going with for Zane. Obviously, it's the third Spire car, right? And so they bought bought the BJ McLeod, uh, the Live Fast Charter the, from the seventy eight car. Now BJ announced he's going to still run part time as an open car. You'll see him in the Super Speedway races, probably some road courses, maybe some other stuff here and there. Won't be guaranteed a spot, obviously, without the charter, but he'll still run the 78 for that. So it's kind of a question of what number do they go with? A lot of stuff had kind of been been bandered about, you know, what number it might be. Obviously, they've got the 7 and the 77 already, so Spire's big on on the 7s. Trackhouse, he's a Trackhouse driver on loan to Spire. They've got the 1 and the 99. You put the 7 the 1 together, 71, you got it, I suppose. Uh, so, yeah, Dave Marcus, he's the guy you think of when you think of the 71, in my opinion. I know Bobby Isaacs won a championship in the number and ran it for a long time as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love the different, like, uh, you know, we've got the 24s and the threes and the 43s and you got to have those, right? And those are legendary, but they're not these guys' own numbers. And, and Bobby Isaacs and, and Dave Marcus drove this car. Yes. But like, still, it's kind of like the Ty Gibbs thing, right? Where 54 is not enough. Like he's building that to be his own number. That's the Ty Gibbs number. And, Everything he does, it's going to be his. And for Zane Smith, now there's probably a path for him to get into the 99 car, but maybe the 71 turns into a spire, uh, a track house car someday. Who knows how that all works? But uh, yeah, I like having the different numbers you don't see very often or, or numbers you haven't seen lately. And I think 2011 or 2012 was the last time the 71 car was entered into a Cup Series race. So it's been a while since that number's been around. So always fun to see different uh, different numbers and, and things changed up a little bit. Well, and also different numbers on drivers who we actually recognize because a lot of times those numbers tend to go to the guys that are like, who's driving this car today? And you always have to sit there and think to yourself, uh, oh yeah, that, that person. But with Zane Smith... Right, we know with Ty Gibbs driving the fifty-four, we knew that right away. Um, so yeah, hopefully he does make a road uh, for himself in that seventy-one car. But I will say that uh, we, we'll always know where that car is on the track just because we followed him through through the the trek up. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, more news on that whole thing. Crew chief has not been announced, um, but Spire did announce. Of course, they bought uh, KBM Cowboys Motorsports in the Truck Series. Their lineup is going to be Nick Sanchez, who's going to come over from Rev Racing, but he'll keep the number two car. That was a whole partnership deal. I would imagine that partnership continues to go. Uh, and Chase Purdy, who was already in the four truck, um, but we don't know the number on that one. Um, and then there'll be a third full-time truck with multiple drivers. Kyle Busch mentioned he was going to run the five races for them. Um, being a Chevy camp, uh, does SVG get some of those rides maybe? Um, does... You know, Marco Andretti, I would think, is a likely candidate to get some of those. Some of those, maybe you get some of the other Chevrolet Cup guys. Spires worked with the, you know, they had in the seven truck this year. Like Kyle Arson drove a race, and and uh, William Byron was in one. So they had some of those guys. Maybe you'll see some of the the Hendrick guys or the other Chevrolet uh, Cup Series guys. So some truck news there. And then Colleague announced today that the number 11 car is going to be Josh Williams in the Xfinity series next season. A little bit of a surprise uh, initially. I mean, this, this rumor had been going around for a few days here, but uh, no surprise that that colleague has, has changed. Uh, you know, it used to be trophy hunting. Now it's sponsorship hunting, which is perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. It's a business. I get it. Just don't lie to us and tell us you're chasing trophy. If you're not, because you aren't. But uh, Josh Williams, I think, is a good guy and deserves a, a chance Obviously, really brought himself to the forefront with the parking it at Atlanta last season, and uh, you know all of that whole thing. And hey, he's parlayed it into a pretty good shot at a nice ride. So I'll be excited to see what he does. I don't really know where the expectations are for for that car and for him. I mean, probably I don't know because parked know, in the, the infield. In, that's where it's going to be. That's where the expectation for maybe that car maybe is. he won't park it right. <laughs> But uh, that car had some decent runs last season. We'll see. It'll be interesting to, to kind of see how Josh does. But excited to see a guy like that that's been hanging around for a long time and really grinding and working at it, kind of get a bigger opportunity with, with a little bit of a better ride. Still haven't announced their second Cup Series car. Ty Dillon is still all the rumors. Maybe they're waiting on some financial stuff there, some sponsorship to line up. Still haven't announced the other Xfinity full-time car. AJ Allmendinger obviously seems like the the obvious choice, but not official yet. So 
be interesting to kind of see where they go with uh, with the rest of that stuff. I think it'll be good for Williams to learn from a guy like Aja Almendinger as well. I, I think that's kind of where they're leaning with that. He does seem like a pretty raw young driver with a lot of talent. I don't think he's ever really gotten a full opportunity to show that talent. Now, granted, he did put himself on the map, like we said, by parking himself right in the middle of Atlanta's start finish line. But um, you know, past that, past that stunt, and we've seen a few good runs here and there where it's like, wow, look at what Josh Williams is doing today in the, that GGM equipment, which is just not good equipment at all. And and it was a few times where it popped out, and you're like, okay, you notice him kind of, and that's what you look for in those guys that are in those lesser equipments is. You know, can they have those days where they, you know, reach above and do more than what the equipment should allow them to do? Um, and, and so now he gets to step up, and it's not a JGR car or a JRM car, of course, but colleague has had some good runs. Even Daniel Hemrick had some decent runs in that car. If he could run decent in that car, then probably Josh Williams can too, right? We shall see. <laughs> uh, we got more news to get to on the other side of the break, but first let's tell you, that in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gear. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, promo code VETS. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sport book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your same NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today. Choose from two bonus offers. Either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or... A bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365 or sign up in the link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We love ourselves some underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your player on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. We'll build you some underdog plays, obviously, all throughout the season. Uh, so make sure to get in on Thursday Night Football tonight, too, if you're listening uh, live on this show or if you're just listening as we upload it. Still got some time to get in some fantasy or some Thursday Night Football uh, picks for your underdog uh, lineups. So watch along, make picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Well, Cody, where are we going to? What What else is making news out there? Yeah, kind of the one other story. Uh, Jake Garcia in the truck series. Uh, that he had announced before he would leave Bill McAnally Racing, that 35 truck. He's going to join the Thor Sport lineup. Um, Thor Sport, like Bob said, doesn't generally announce all their drivers until later on, December and January, but you would assume Crafton comes back. You would assume Rhodes comes back, um, and uh, you would assume Majeski will likely be back as well. Haley Deegan obviously departed. Jake Garcia will be replacing her, so it's going to be uh, likely if you end up with those four drivers. It's a pretty solid lineup to have over there for Thor Sport, which they do of uh, most seasons have a, a pretty strong lineup of drivers. Garcia really impressed in that 35 truck. Uh, that was an addition truck, right? The 19 had always been there for McAnally, but they hadn't always had two trucks for it to be an expansion team. Him to be a rookie, he missed the first three races of the season, I think. He wasn't old enough to even compete in the series. Had a very strong uh, rookie campaign and, and looked really good. So I think uh, Thor, Thor Sport ride for him will be... Uh, a good good opportunity and Garcia probably be a guy we're going to be talking about quite a bit on the truck series episodes this coming season. I mean, we already were talking about him toward the end of this season too. We were bringing up in, in a few matchups, especially some head to heads. I don't know that we were talking about him too much inside of the top five, but definitely uh, can't wait to see what he does with all of that veteran leadership in that garage. You got to think, you know, Majeski, Crafton, all the, the roads, those guys all have serious pedigree behind them and, and they're just going to do nothing but make him better uh, along the way. JDK says anything on Enfinger? I haven't heard. Yeah, of you. I, I have not seen anything yet. I was just looking to see uh, if anything had kind of 
popped up here lately, but yeah, I, I've not seen anything still, still kind of waiting on his, his thing. Uh, you know, he had been at, at Thor sport before, so, you know, but so maybe you thought maybe he'd go back there, but I would say that's probably not going to be the case unless they add a fifth truck, which they've run a fifth truck part time, but they, you know, I don't know. Aspire kind of seemed like maybe an option, but now it seems like they've kind of got their lineup finalized as well. So it'll be interesting. Obviously, I mean, he was potentially a, uh, a late caution flag and a, a retaliation from Corey Heimaway from being this season's Truck Series champion. I mean, he was he was that close to it. So he's been in the Truck Series a long time. He's had a lot of success. Uh, so you know, you have to expect that you'll see him at some point. But um, yeah, I, where he's going. Still don't know. There's still some open, like we said, Xfinity rides. Still some open truck series rides. So be interesting to kind of see where Endfinger lands because he's kind of one of the bigger fish as far as the silly season for you know the truck series goes. You have to think that at this point the music is continuing to go and he's wondering when it's going to stop and which chair he's going to land in when it's done because honestly that's that's how it's got to feel. At this point you're like, okay, well, I saw this guy jump in a chair, this guy jump. What chair is left when the music finally stops? Um, speaking of which old fashioned fantasy football jumping in, Justin telling us to save our voices guys. Yeah. If you don't know, don't worry, gonna... I've, I've got my bag of cough drops here trying to, to keep, keep it going. Hopefully my voice isn't too rough today. We're going to yeah. jump in on Justin's old fashioned football podcast here in a second after we're done here. JDK says odd. No one jumped on him yet considering he would have, yeah, I'm telling you, he would have won the championship. It's yeah. True. The truck series though. Uh, the truck series operates much different from the cup and even sometimes the Xfinity series. Like a lot of times guys don't announce their plans until, you know, later in November or December, just because a lot more moving parts there. It relies a lot more on money and, and sponsorship. And and I think Grant's got a pretty good following the champion and some of the other stuff he's got, but it doesn't shock me too much. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess some of the bigger rides have been announced now this week, and and so it's kind of like, where's he going? But I think he'll still end up with a pretty good ride, and and yeah, but not super crazy that he doesn't have a ride yet. I'd imagine there's plenty of irons in the fire, and and something's gonna be be happening for him soon. Well, I mean, he's earned it for sure. So uh, definitely, just interested to see where he goes. I mean, that's gonna be weird to not see him in the twenty three truck, but of course, we know. That's how the sport goes. Don't get don't get too married to one because you're probably going to see him in a different number uh, yeah. by the end of his unless career. You're, unless you're Matt Crafton. <laughs> or unless you're Matt Crafton or unless you're Denny Hamlin or anybody like that. He's been like racing that, so. the 88 since 1982 before that, the truck series existed. I was going to say, that dude's been <laughs> racing the 88 since birth. So <laughs> He was born in an 88 fire suit. Born in an 88. Menard's already on it. <laughs> that onesie already popped out and he was like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah, Let's that, go. That might be the more crazy thing. It's been the same sponsor almost the whole time and the same same number which is just doubly insane speaking of that i saw the other day where kevin harvick bought ricky bobby's house in north carolina that my friends should have been the lead story right there that i cannot believe I, it yes. that's uh, fantastic that is pretty cool you've got to imagine there's gonna be some you know photo shoots and stuff coming from their family their family's pretty pretty funny and entertaining and uh yeah that'd be i mean hey if you got the money to buy ricky bobby's house why not, right? I want them to reenact the dinner scene. That's what I want them to reenact. <laughs> I want, I want, uh, 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 oh my God, why am I blanking on his wife's name? Yes. Oh, uh, starts with a D. Delena. Delena. I knew yes. it was Delena. I just didn't, I doubted myself. I want to see Delena, uh, telling Ricky Bobby to, to rein in his prayer. <laughs> if you, you, you pray to the baby Jesus whenever you start there making you the money. <laughs> Uh, all right. So no, listen, there's no, championship no. odds to talk about. So I feel like we should uh, start talking about some championship odds. Should you, uh, should we do that? Let's do it. All right, let's do that. But before we do, I tell you that I hate buying tickets each and every week, each and every day. I tell you, I hate buying tickets because the rest of the ticket apps out there make it so frustrating to do. Sometimes I don't know if I'm going to make it to the event until maybe the day of, sometimes at least the day before, because our schedules are always so crazy. And so when I go to pick up and buy a ticket, I get gouged or it's sold out and I don't know what to do. Well, now I know what to do because that problem is gone. Game time has taken that problem away from me. Now I can buy tickets even probably minutes before. I haven't tried this before. Maybe I should. Minutes before the event starts so I can see whether or not I get the best deals on them. With game time, it's probably going to happen that way because they have done everything to make the ticket buying process that much less stressful and 
do it in the least amount of time possible. Not only that, they're going to guarantee you that you're going to get the best prices and that your tickets are going to be on time and authentic. They've got lower fees, better prices. Plus, they were made for mobile. Those tickets that you're going to buy sent straight to your phone. No spam mailboxes. No waiting for them by the mail. No drone trying to deliver you tickets. I, I don't know what the kids do nowadays. I don't know. Zap you. I don't know what happens, but it doesn't matter because game time gives them to you right on the phone. You don't have to worry about it at all. Plus, they're going to send me a picture of me enjoying the concert before I even get there. All right, at least the seat that I'm going to sit in while I enjoy it. All that great stuff is happening over there on Game Time right now. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create your account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as, as the expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So we talked about it just before we started to get into the rest of the news. You you wanted to know what the odds were for Ryan Blaney at the start of last season. Ryan Blaney, believe it or not, fourth on the board at 10 to 1 as far as his championship odds as of January of 2023. So definitely a little bit shorter than I thought they'd be, but you know. Yeah, but I guess it, looking back, I mean, Logano obviously wins the championship, and Blaney was the fastest car at Phoenix, so something to be to be taken from that, right? And and maybe, yeah, uh, who knows? I guess uh, where's Ross Chastain on this list? Twenty to one, we might have to end up talking about him. So he was the fastest car at Phoenix this season. Which, by the way, Ross Chastain ten to one last season. Joey Logano, who actually won uh, the season before, was twelve to one coming in, so he wasn't even one of the favorites. The favorite last year. Chase Elliott at five and a half to one, followed by Kyle Larson at six and a half to one, and then Hamlin at nine to one. Board looks slightly the same, maybe just a little bit different on this uh, 2024 uh, offering of the championship odds, but uh, a name sits atop and kind of a clear leader. Whereas I just laid out to you that Elliott was 550, Larson was was uh, a 650. Well, here we've got Ryan Blaney, the defending champion. As the favorite this year, plus 433 on Bet uh, Bet 365 with Kyle Larson sitting at six to one behind him. Crazy. Is that is that just a lot of respect for what happened last year or what? Whew, that is a lot of respect. I mean, again, he won the championship at Phoenix and he was the fastest car at Phoenix in the fall last fall. So you got to give him that, right? And, and so I, I think one of the main things to take away from this as we look at the championship odds. And as we kind of went through this season and, and we watched them move and and shake and stuff throughout the season, and there was points where William Byron is the favorite and Kyle or, or Kyle Bush is the favorite and Martin Truex Jr. was the favorite. And I think the biggest lesson is it doesn't really matter how hot you are at any point during the season, whether it's early in the season like a Kyle Bush, whether it's you know a little bit in the middle of the season like a William Byron, whether it's the end of the regular season like a Martin Truex. It only matters what you can do in the playoffs, at near the end of the playoffs, and getting in to, uh, you know the the final the final four, and then you throw in the the twenty twenty four playoff schedule, and you look at it, and there's multiple. Um, you, you've got I'm trying to pull it up here. We got multiple uh, super speedways. That's the word I was looking for. Multiple super speedways in the the. Uh, <laughs> in the playoffs here we go if i could find my words again we're in mid-season form already even though playoffs. it's off season. yeah we are jeez <laughs> <laughs> multiple super speedways in the playoffs which throws another wild card in there right and makes it harder for a guy like kyle larson that's just not as good at super speedways to you know we talked about that like he you know he had to make it through the talladega round and then he's got the chance to get it right so um 
so I, I think that the way you have to attack this is you just kind of bet long shots early or longer shots earlier in the season and and maybe longer shots throughout the season, right? Because if a guy like Ryan Blaney struggling early in the season, again, if you go through the documented, you know, what his odds were throughout the season, sure, he was 10 to 1 to open. I'd imagine there was a point in time where he was a lot farther. Obviously, you know, you get the penalty late in the season and that really shifted his odds and it was rescinded and all that. But I mean, he was not having the best season and then, you know, got the Casey Kane comparison from, from Kyle Petty and all of that stuff. Uh, he ends up being the champion. So I think that's probably the biggest takeaway, you know, so Blaney's here at plus 433. I definitely wouldn't bet that. I love Ryan Blaney and I think he could definitely repeat as the champion, although that's very tough to do. And, and there is that curse of the champions. We haven't had a repeat champion since the last time Jimmy Johnson did it, which was what is fifth in a row at that point. Um, and in this format, it's even harder to do it just because you've got to be almost perfect in that one last race. Um, but then you got a guy like Kyle Larson at six to one. He's always a good bet because sure, he's likely going to be there and he's going to be probably the best driver all season. But do you bet him now when you hold that six to one ticket all year? He's probably not going to drop much shorter, which is the unfortunate part. I just don't see him going through like such a dry spell that because even when he's not winning a bunch of races, he only won what three races this past season still pretty much was the favorite all season because everybody knows who Kyle Larson is and what Kyle Larson could do. And the books aren't stupid. They don't want to lose a ton of money. Right. So you could probably get him at that later on in the season anyways. So, uh, but yeah, that's just kind of my, what I've taken from, from how this season went and, and from, all of the ebbs and flows of wow, it's this guy's season, and then it's this guy's season, and then, and then you get all the way to the end, and it's really the guy who gets hot at the end. That same thing last season, or the two seasons ago at this point now, right? With Joey Logano, he got hot at the right time at the end of the season. They put it together. I guess it's Austin Cindric's turn this year. I don't know. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I don't go that. Ooh, I was going to say Austin Cindric. We're looking. Uh, I got to scroll that Penske way the hell down. Harrison Burton, <laughs> 150 to one for Cindric. We'll get there. Uh, what amazes me the most is when I look at these. I know, right? When I look at these, when I look at the the odds at this point right now, uh, back in January of of this year, when you're looking ahead to the 2023, there was only three drivers that were underneath. Uh, 10 to 1. There are five drivers now that are underneath 10 to 1, all in that blanket. And we talked about Blaney at 433, Larson at 600, Byron's at 600, Danny Hamlet's at 7 to 1, Elliott's at 8 to 1, Bell's at 9 to 1, Truex is at 9 to 1. The only the only guy in there that I, I question whether or not should be there is Martin Truex Jr. And I, and I say that because, and maybe he is probably thinking the same thing, I know how good he was as the regular season champion. I get that. And maybe, maybe it's a Joe Gibbs thing where you can get all the way to the end, but you can't win the championship uh, over the last few. You know, Denny Hamlin, obviously, uh, uh, notorious for that. Maybe he's gotten a few tips from his buddy, Denny, on how not to win championships. Uh, and maybe that carries through. You have to think at this point, and this is what Martin Truex Jr. puts on his on his corkboard every day, statements from guys like me who have zero uh, business telling anybody when they're done. But you have to wonder if the the question is whether or not it's it's is done. This is whether or not this will be the last time he tries because this, especially the the last few months, took such an emotional toll on him that I mean maybe getting back in for the twenty twenty four season is going to be per, uh, therapeutic, kind of like this beginning of twenty twenty three was. Right, he was driving out of his mind. He was winning races. He was finishing well. He was finishing better and uh, winning the regular season. But maybe it doesn't. Maybe he gets back in this car this year to try to go one more time at it, and it comes up empty like he did a couple of seasons ago. Right? I, I just, to me, I wonder because again, as an old guy myself, sometimes you need a little more motivation to get out of bed. When that motivation isn't there you start to go, oh, well, maybe maybe I'll just ride around this time. And and that leads to another and to another and to another. So 9-1, to one, I don't think he's you can tell me the, that. He's such the type that would just, like, walk it off, though, too, isn't he? Like, yeah. And then you just, you'd never, hear, like, 10 years from now, he's on the Dale of Junior download, and he's talking about how he's just been, like, on a boat and living in the woods, never talking to anyone <laughs> again after he, like, walked away as the champion. But... Yeah, at nine to one, I think it'd be tough to bet on it. Uh, I will say so. Chase Elliott is eight to one. 
if you chop around a little bit, he's still 14 to one on another place that starts with an M and ends in an M and maybe has a G in the middle. I would go smash that right now because you're getting just an elite talent, a guy who's won the championship at this track and everything at 14 to one. I know he didn't win any races last season. I know he had the accident, but that is absolutely ridiculous. And I, and I think that that's probably how I'm going to attack betting on the championship odds. And most this season is just, Watch the ebbs and flows of guys that can win the championship as they go through parts of the season. So Martin Tricks Jr. at nine to one, probably not. If he you know has a couple of off weeks throughout the season and, and things are kind of slow, he slips down to a fifteen to one or an eighteen to one. Then that's probably when you pounce because you know what he's capable of. And you saw how hot they could get. Right, he wins at Sonoma. They go on a tear. They win the regular season championship. He's won the championship before. Uh, he can get it done. Maybe Cole Pern gets back on the box this year. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe some besides James Small and, and he can actually win. But yeah, I, I agree with you there. As far as Byron goes, uh, again, can win it. It's short odds. Just it's so it's so tough to bet these guys at short odds when you're going to likely get these odds kind of throughout the season. I mean, unless William Byron, I mean, he won six races this season. He was really around this kind of number all season, right? It wasn't like he ever was a, you know, a plus 300 or something like that. You, you missed your chance to get in on it. So, uh, in Hamlin seven to one, I, I tried last year, Denny, after years of fading you, you let me down. Ugh, damn it. I would go get that Elliot at 14 to one for sure. Now bell nine to one. Again, he's made the championship for a couple seasons in a row. Um, so you, you can't ever count him out, but at only nine to one. And then I agree with you on true X. Same thing as, Again, these are guys you want to you. It, so, again, to make this mental note, write it down, whatever you want to do. Now, this group that we just talked about from from Blaney all the way to Truex, if at any point during next season they're struggling and their odds have dropped, you're getting them worse than fifteen. That's when you need to jump on them because we saw it with Ryan Blaney, we saw it with Joey Logano, they will go through these spells, and you know, even we've seen it in the past with guys like Jimmy Johnson where. They would take, you know, once they kind of knew they were going to be in the playoffs, depending on whichever format he was facing that particular year, they, it would take a couple of months where they were just trying things and working on different things and, and getting lo- ahead of the game and looked off. And that's when the numbers slip a little. I think that's when it's going to be the best to capitalize on on these guys. So kind of watch that dip. Buy that dip. You're getting that chance on Elliott in certain places right now, 14-1. to Go get that now, I would say. And then just keep an eye on these guys as we get into next season. And that's a nice thing now, too, is I want to say prior to last season, I don't remember them having championship odds up every weekend. Like it seemed like every once maybe in the off week, they pop up and then they just kind of go away or whatever. But we had them every single multiple books every single week. We had them updated. So you're going to keep getting opportunities throughout the season to, to jump on these. So I, in my opinion, I think from a betting standpoint, obviously, any of these guys can win the title. and We know that. And they're at the top of this list for for a good reason. But I think that's the way to attack betting on the championship odds this season. Yeah, and again, when when we talk about who can win from outside, it's just it's a matter of I don't know. I find it very difficult sometimes to make a case for some of these other guys um, because obviously the books agree with the the concentration at the top of this you know these are the guys that'll most likely be fighting these are the guys that'll most likely be in the championship for when it's all said and done and uh you take a look at the next tier right we'll, we'll take a look at the the 10 to ones to 20 to 1 and that's logano at 12 to 1 reddick at 14 to 1 bush at 16 to 1 kozlowski at 16 to 1 chastain at 20 to 1 and busher at 20 to 1 all these periphery guys you know are guys that will probably make it into the playoffs Right, I mean, I, I can make a case for every single one of these guys to make the playoffs, but as we've seen, guys like Kyle Busch can fall off the face of the earth over the last few races. Keselowski can have a rough patch and take himself straight out of it. Chastain, he's probably the one out of this group that I would raise an eyebrow. I mean, he proved, obviously, last season, and recency bias is a thing, and when you see what you see out of a guy, especially late in the season, right, turn it on, now, can he keep that momentum through the season? That's the only question. But for Chastain, we know he can finish well. So is this worth 20 to 1 now versus maybe he shortens up if he actually starts off pretty good to the season? Or maybe you wait for him to have that lull in the middle of the season and then try to snatch him up somewhere maybe around 20. But I think this may be the best number you get 
for Ross Chastain. And again, to close it out, Chris Buescher at 20-1, to 1, same with Kozlowski, right? I mean, these guys, we know how much they dominated this season. We know how much they ran in the top 10. We know how good they are. We know how good their team is. This is probably going to be another great season for RFK Racing. But is it good enough? And and is 16-1 to 1 and 20-1 to 1 the best price you're going to get for them? Or can you wait for them to get longer? That That's a question I have with them as well. Write this down right now, Rod. It is November 16th, 2023. Tyler Reddick is my guy for 2024. Give me Tyler Reddick to win the championship. Give me his over on the win totals. We are going to see a Tyler Reddick season. He is going to have five to seven wins in 2024. Rod is is actually writing it down. This is why you watch on YouTube. He is is currently writing it down, uh, which is is a good thing. But no, I'm I'm very very bullish on Tyler Reddick this season. 14 to one for the championship. I think you get in on this one number now because I think it's a good number. He's he's so freaking talented, and so many times we've compared him to Larson. And in my opinion, just raw racing driver talent, probably only behind Larson at this point in his career, where he's at. Um, and and I think you know this was his first season with twenty three eleven, and they had their ups and downs. Right, he had an opportunity to win a lot more races and, and perform better. And you get the the pit mistakes, and you get this problem and that problem. And as they continue to iron those things out. He's going to be in his second season with the team now. Seeing what Bubba Wallace has done. Toyota continues to seem to get stronger. They're adding legacy, so they're going to have more cars in their camp, all of that stuff. Um, I'm really, really bullish on Tyler Reddick this season, so I'm going to have a lot of him, including the 14-1 championship ticket. Kyle Busch, 16-1. We made the argument last summer or last fall at this point, 20-1. I think you make the same argument. It's still Kyle Busch. He's still good. If Kyle Busch can get hot at the right time and you're holding a 16-1 ticket, I like it. Kozlowski, we it's hard to bet on him at 16 to 1. I don't think the number's big enough, but the argument can be made, right? And he gets he's kind of a streaky guy and they can they've shown they can close out the season strong. They've had, you know, strong playoff runs the last two seasons. So there's that and and you kind of just lump Busher in there same thing. Is Busher a champion yet? I don't know, but I wouldn't have thought he would have won three races this season either and that was a big step for him. So I do think that program continues to to step forward. If you want to get in on them, these are probably good prices. I'm just probably not going to get in on it. Chastain at 20 to 1. I think you got to get something on that just because we've seen what he can be, right? And, and you saw him get into the final four, you know, 2022 season, and he wins at Phoenix in the fall here in 2023. So that's, you know, <laughs> I mean, again, the fastest car last season won the championship this season. If that repeats itself, you got you're holding a 20 to 1 ticket on that. And, and track house. You know, it, they went through their spurts this season, and Chastain looked good through portions of the season. He had that lull, so that recency bias of, yeah, sure, they won the last race, but they weren't that good down the stretch. No, but if that's part where he is good, which he was this previous season, uh, I think that you have to consider that at, at that number at 20 to 1. So for context, let's just go back to 2022 and talk about some of where these guys I talked about, Ross Chastain, he was 10 to 1 last season. Kyle Busch, 12 to 1 last season to start the season. You have to go all the way down to 60 to 1 for Brad Keselowski in that range. Chris Buescher, 95 to 1 back in January of this year for the Which, championship. That that goes to show you because these how close did these guys get to yes, they didn't make the final four, but Busher was down in the final eight. He wasn't that far from show you that it's not a bad idea to grab some longer shots. Call your shot on a guy. If, if you want to say Hey, it's it's gonna be you know. Uh, you can't do it, can you? As I look in this area, <laughs> as I look in this area, you know, I'm telling like you, I you said, can't. But it's, hey, you wouldn't have you would have said the same thing about Chris Buescher last year. This is true. And look at you know, after three wins, and he's you know into the round of eight. If you got a ninety-five to one ticket, or what, is that what you said, ninety-five to one? Yeah, like, ninety-five to one. Then okay, that's you're not a bad place to be. So. <laughs> Hey, if you it think Eric Jones and Toyota, if you think Eric Jones and Toyota can get it done hey. this year at 125 to one, let's go. Eric Jones is a very, very talented driver. Hey, can't count him out. Right? I'm I'm writing down that time code because I want that if I accidentally <laughs> if something accidentally happens and I and I said Eric Jones right. at 125 to one, 
I want that. Um, all right, so listen, let's let's kind of lump together some of these other guys. Uh, Wallace at thirty three to one, Gibbs at thirty three to one, Bowman at forty one. Which I mean, I know it's Bowman, but it's a little surprising to see a Hendrick Carr that far down in the mix. Barry at sixty six to one, Suarez at eighty to one. Those are, those are the ones that get you just before the hundred and one, uh, hundred to one thing. So surprise number one, we already talked about it uh, in the Daytona five hundred odds. Josh Barry. At sixty-six to one, no, he's in the four car, just like you said earlier. But does it really? Does he really belong underneath some of these other guys that still? I mean, does he belong under a John Hutchinemachek, who we'll get to in a second? But yeah, so sixty-six to one for Josh Berry, huge surprise here. Daniel Suarez, I'm not surprised that he's eighty to one. Obviously, we know the talent. Obviously, we know he can win races. But as far as championships are concerned, I think he's still got a little way to go. Uh, Ty Gibbs, thirty-three to one. Bubba Wallace at thirty-three to one. Both of those guys seem a little bit longer odds than I I would expect, especially when you're given um, Chris Busher twenty to one odds. But I guess uh, we'll see if those ones shorten up at all. But um, again, those are those are kind of my my initial takes. You know, Bowman, crazy to see a, a, a Hendrick Carr that far out. Barry, don't know if he needs to be sixty-six to one. Could probably wait on that to get a little bit longer as the season progresses. And then uh, just Wallace and Gibbs, I, I think they they could be shorter. So I, I think they will be shorter. So I think if you really believe that it's going to be one of these guys this season, this is the time to grab them. Yeah, I, I'm going to be interested. So th- there's a category on another book, drivers to make the championship four, and they've only got two drivers listed right now, which is uh, strange. But it's Alex Bowman at eight to one, and Zane Smith at two hundred to one. But I'm going to be interested to see as that market kind of fills out what some of those numbers are, because this is kind of that group of. Maybe guys that could make that, but do you really see him winning the championship? Probably not. Like a Bubba Wallace, I think he's, you know, he might be like a round of eight guy. You get, you're putting two super speedways in there, which can be wild cards and not go against him, but could go for him as well. You saw the great run he made this season. If I'm expecting his teammate to do a lot better, I think he's also going to do better. I think they push each other. Ty Gibbs, 33 to one. You know, I'm going to have some of this. Look, rookies don't win championships. And we said that last year. And we said there's no chance that Ty Gibbs wins it, even though he's Ty Gibbs. But you're telling me that he can't come out in a second year with as improved as we continue to see him be, light the world on fire in a Gibbs car, make it to the championship at Homestead or at Phoenix and win like he did in the Xfinity Series and his first full-time season there. I'm not putting it past the guy that's as talented as Gibbs is. I think 33-1, to it's worth it. 40-1 to for Bowman, it's a Hendrick Carr. You've got to weigh that in there. And look, Bowman, he's the least sexy of the Hendrick guys, right? And you get that. But before he broke his back in that sprint car accident, he was leading the points. If he can just, you know, lead the points and and kind of, you know, win a race here or there like he kind of does, he's never really like. But and again with William Byron, like you didn't get six wins before this season, and then he goes in and does it. And and I know that Bowman's the older guy and he's been around longer, but who's to say he can't do that too in that car? And at forty to one, again, it, it's another one that's worth taking a look at for sure. Barry at 66 to 1. Rod, rookies don't win championships. Josh Barry is not an exception to that. It will not happen. Again, maybe he has an okay season. He should not be a higher or a lower. He shouldn't be half the price of Chase Briscoe. <laughs> and this might sound funny to say because I faded Chase Briscoe a lot last year. 125 to 1? Yes, please. Give me some Chase Briscoe because Rod, two seasons ago, he made the final eight and he won at Phoenix in 2022 in the spring race there. And where is he good at? Short flat tracks. Like, and again, he ran well there this fall, and he was fifth there in the spring last season or whatever. Chase Briscoe at 125 to 1 is one of the longer shots I definitely want to get in on because, again, like you just talked about with, with Chris Busher, 95 to 1 last season. What a surprise that is. Like, yes, Stuart Haas was down this season, and I get it, but uh, guess what? A Ford who was down all season still won the championship this past season. They won the championship two seasons in a row. Stuart Haas is still a strong enough organization, they've got resources. Gene Haas has got plenty of money. See his cars at the F1 race in Vegas this weekend, right? Uh, and so, Chase Briscoe, and he's really fucking good at that kind of track. And again, if you can get to the final four, any of those guys can win. We, how many times do they have do they have to prove it to us across all three series, right? That's what happened. So I think at 125 to one, you've got to get in on a guy like Briscoe Jones. I don't hate that price. Uh, Suarez, absolutely not interested at all. Dylan, eh, probably not really either. Um, Cindric at 150 to one. You can make that Penske argument. He's going into his third season. 
this is kind of uh, you know time to start showing up. He's an Xfinity champion. If you want to call your shot there for for the number that it, that's again, I think it's good. Past that, uh, I'm yeah, <laughs> not interested in anyone else. Nope, just Corey LaJoy at a thousand to one. That is all at a thousand to one. Hey, maybe he wins Atlanta. Maybe he wins. What's the other one? Is Daytona in the playoffs this year? I think so. Maybe he wins those two. Finds his way into the final four. Corey LaJoy, your champ. No, I probably probably wouldn't even bet that. Straps um, rocket ships like to his car and and completely, you know, hey, he leaves five line. bucks on it. That's that payout decent, right? Yeah, that's five bucks. That's that's it. So all right, Nima just check. I was gonna check, say just yeah. to round it out. Yeah, yeah, to round it out. Nima check one hundred fifty to one. I think he'll have an okay season. I think we're gonna see some struggles there. Uh, but championship, no. Stenhouse, no. So he's what, 250 to 1? 250 to 1. I, I just don't see it. It was great. He made the playoffs this season. He's probably going to be one of those guys that doesn't make it next season. Priest, no. McDowell, no. <laughs> not even Hemrick at, at 500 to 1? He on, shall not be named. No. He lucked into one Xfinity championship. Ain't no way he's going to cup championship. By the way, not a rookie. He sucked when he was in the eight car before. Uh, and then Justin Haley's in a Rick Ware car. LaJoy, no. Harrison Burton, no. Carson Osvart, no. Zane Smith, rookies don't win championships. And Todd Golan doesn't have a chance either. So nope. Nope. there you go. <laughs> that's 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 the rundown. I mean, again, we, we can make, uh, you can really make solid cases for everybody up to, uh, I would say, Bowman at 40 to 1. And then you're just starting to get kind of shaky on the rest of them. Uh, obviously, you made a yeah, chase for like, Briscoe. But. Yeah, I think the Briscoes, the Joneses, those guys are worth at 125 to one. Like if you want to throw a couple of bucks on it, because there is a, there is a path to be made. And, you know, if Chase Briscoe comes out and wins three races next season, and he's kind of a, a front runner all season, would it be a little surprising? Yes. But would it be like, Whoa, this came out of nowhere. What really? Right. Everybody kind of expected that from him this past season. And and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll add to that so, point. I'll add to that point. As in, uh, uh, you look at what he was last season. Chase Briscoe, forty to one coming into it. Now we're talking yeah. one hundred twenty-five to one. Now he's yeah. And again, it was a rough season. But towards the end of the season, they started to figure things out. Even on the bigger tracks, right? I mean, early in the season, I was at that Spring Kansas race. I would have gone faster in an actual Mahindra tractor <laughs> than Chase Briscoe was go. Like his car was just. It reminded me of that double zero Starcom car. Like they would always throw the green flag and like the field rushes by. And then like, there goes the double zero car. He runs like five laps and pulls in. And it's like, but that was Chase Prisco last season. And they started to figure things out towards the end. Ford seemed to get better. Ford's got a new body coming this next season, right? We've seen it. That Mustang looks nice. It's a beautiful car, all that stuff. Um, and Stuart Haas, he's, the elder statesman at Stuart Haas now, I guess. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> but he's the guy they they were in most invested in, right? Um, you know, Barry's he's coming in and he's gonna be their rookie driver. Priest is on a year-to-year -year deal. Will he be back? Will he not be back? Who knows? No, they haven't even announced the 10 car yet. We know it's gonna be Noah Gragson, but he's gonna be a basically rookie. I guess he won't technically be a rookie, but didn't get to finish his rookie season. Like Briscoe's gonna be that lead guy. I'm almost I do think that Childers and, and Barry is a really good pairing. So I think you got to keep them together, but I'm kind of sad that Childers isn't going with Briscoe. Cause I think there could be something there, but uh, again, I'm not calling for a breakout season from Chase Briscoe, but I'm just saying that it wouldn't be shocking and it could be there. And at this number, it's definitely a guy you you've got to take some Chase Briscoe to 125 to one to win the championship now, just because it's such a big number and there's such a path for it to happen for him to get there. And if he gets there, He's a guy we love betting on on a track like that. He won there in the next car the first time they were there. All these things kind of line up for it. Uh, so, yeah, I think that of the long shots, and then that's kind of where it ends. Like, I, looking past that, I, I don't think you really touch any of these other guys. Maybe an Austin Sendrick if you want to talk yourself into the Penske narrative. I think you could, you could build a case there, too, but past that, no thank you. All I'm saying is if you want to go ahead and place a wager on any one of those guys, DM me for my Venmo. Just send it straight to me because I, I guarantee you it's going to be the exact same thing. You're just not going to ever see it again. Uh, Rod's so. all of a sudden on a hook for Michael McDowell championship. No, no. He's I'm like, saying you just send me the money. I'm not putting in the bet. You just send me the well, money. Well, I know. It's yeah, the same you're, thing. You're, you're guaranteeing the numbers. All of a sudden, Michael McDowell finds his way into the final floor and Rod's like, 
trying to find a way to hedge off all this money he owes people. (laughs) Oh, I don't owe you anything. No, you're going to give me the money, and I'm just going to sit on it. (laughs) I got you. You're not booking it. You're just taking the donation. For hell yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, (laughs) if you want to give the book, don't give the book some money. Give me the money. I'll take it. Uh, you can Venmo Rod at. at and, and then there we go. Uh, you won't ever see that money again, much like if you put a Michael McDowell bet on the championship. So, um, all right. I feel like we have thoroughly covered this uh, this market for the time being. Uh, I think Ford has a big year, JDK says. Uh, they can't, they yeah. can't not have uh, a big year, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, can't be much worse than it was. It's funny because they've won the two championships on this car, right? But. It can't be much worse than it was this year. Like, they really didn't have a great season. And they're losing a big guy in Kevin Harvick. But you've got Logano. You've got Blaney. And you've got guys like Briscoe. There's some. There's definitely some guys there that can do it. Um, so, yeah, I think Ford, it, it really, other than the championship, because that's the obvious part, it's kind of nowhere but up for them anyways. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. Indeed. Um, all right. Let's put this show to bed. Obviously, Cody and I got to scoot because we've got to go do yeah. old-fashioned football yeah, here. As soon as you second. leave this, slide over into the fashion football. You'll see our beautiful faces over there in five minutes here. Yeah, can't <laughs> can't wait for that one as well. So, uh, all right, Cody. Well, we've got plenty else to talk about, too. We've still got another show this oh, week yeah. that we're going to talk about other stuff as well. We'll, we'll bring it to you. Yeah, we'll be back this week, so you won't miss us too much. Uh, so, in the meantime, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Yeah, check out the F1 Gambling Podcast again. F1's in Vegas this weekend. Tonight. Tonight, kids, it's practice. Yes, practices tonight. It's the track. It's so beautiful on the strip there. Everything looks so great. They're racing around the sphere, all that fun stuff. Although the the Uh, locals hate it, though. I'm telling you right now, I have friends there. They hate it, but we love it. Yeah, but you live in in the tourist destination of the world. I get it. So you just get used to it, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. But anyways, check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Rod and I host that as well. Of course, if you don't know. We have a lot of fun there. We're riding the, the Checo ladder all the way to the top this weekend. Go over there for all the bets. I got an article out, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Commanders, Rod, there is a name change odds out. It's mostly an article of me making fun of half the names, like Magician and Magic, because that's absolutely stupid. Um, but go check it out, because it's a fun article. I had a lot of fun writing it, and you can see all the odds for, for all the fun names. So check that out, and uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter slash the artist formerly known as Twitter, I suppose. X now it's called. Uh, at Husk underscore Z. Find all my work over there. And check out the Old Fashioned Football Podcast because uh, we're on our way over there right now. We certainly are. I'm on X. And you can also find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link at the bow to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, in between media still, uh, when the season gets kicked off again officially, all that other good stuff going. Find some props over on Sportsbook Review for this tonight's game and the weekend. So, all right, guys, we'll see everybody uh, probably tomorrow with more of the show, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Until next time, let's go racing and let it ride.